Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. It's a lovely day, and I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your host, and I am delighted for you to join us live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a great show today, How Healing Your Inner Child Can Empower the Way You Parent with our amazing guest, Karen Gibson, joining us today from Hawaii. But before we jump in, let's let's form an imaginary circle of love, joining our hearts and hands. And in the center of our circle of radiant white light, who would you like to place inside? Your children, parents, caregivers. We surround them with infinite love. And from our hearts to theirs, we shine radiant love light for healing, better communication, and joyful relationships. Let it be so. And whenever you need inspiration, return to our imaginary circle of love. How can parents create pleasant and memorable moments with their children? How can parents experience warm and loving interactions to connect with their child? How can we create trusting and respectful parent-child relationships? Qualities that remain constant include safety, unconditional love, mutual respect, acceptance, and flexibility. Whether it's household chores, school and family gatherings, it is possible to have healthy, happy relationships. And inner child issues affect us in all areas of our lives, including rejection, abandonment, or feeling judged. And as parents get in touch with themselves, they can become more empowered and show their children how to do the same. And our guest, Karen Gibson, she will shed light on how healing Your inner child can empower the way you parent. Again, joining us from Hawaii, she's a former special education teacher, certified life coach. She's certified in neuro-linguistic programming. She's the founder of Brain Builders Private Tutorial Business and Letting Go with Aloha. Karen is an expert and coach on showing parents how to become better for themselves and their children. She's the author of Mama's Gotta Let Go, How to Let Go Without Losing Your Sanity. And throughout our show, when we refer to parents, we are inclusive, considering all kinds of family arrangements. So uh, I'd like to now welcome Karen to our show and a hearty welcome to our listeners around the world and from Hawaii who are tuning in to our show uh, live and on demand. For today, how healing your inner child can empower the way you parent. Karen, welcome to our show. Thank you so much, Jean, for having me back. I'm really excited about today's topic. 
Yes, this is a great topic. And just for, uh, you've been on our show a couple of times before. And can you just shed light on why, what inspired your work in this area uh, with parents and children? Well, I've been an educator for 28 years and a parent coach for a couple of years. And as my two adult daughters, you know, have taught me so much about my inner child, I realized that discovering and releasing repressed emotions was just holding me back. So I wanted to learn how to address my needs that haven't been met when I was a child. And we all have you know, this young um, suffering child within us. And so these attachments, if they're not healed, will be passed on to our children or lead to sometimes, you know, dysfunctional and unhealthy relationships. Yes, yes. And, and, and you know, it's like we can't really just totally hold our parents uh, accountable because, you know, they're, they're dealing with their own issues and perhaps they're through models from their own parents. They're doing what they feel is necessary. And you're going to talk a little bit about this. But, you know, this is such a, a, an interesting topic. Let's talk about the inner child first. What is your inner child and why is it so important? Well, we all have a younger part of ourselves that just was never quite loved the right way or the way that we needed as a child. And that's defined as our inner child. Like you said, every parent does their, their best that they can do. But inner child work involves, you know, creating a safe space, you know, where your subconscious is just allowed to take the lead. So we really go inside ourselves and, you know, we have to just embrace vulnerability and just explore just our true feelings and the parts of ourselves that, you know, may have been rejected or judged as a child. Yes, and it's amazing how this can be transferred to other areas in in our lives as well. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. But how can you tell if, you, if your, your inner child is wounded? Can you give us some examples, maybe from your own experience or you know, from your coaching uh, to bring it home to our listeners? Definitely. You know, there are signs to look out for and there are triggers. So when you find yourself upset, you know, you might belittle yourself or speak to yourself in a negative way. So maybe small incidents might send you spiraling because they remind you of countless times something similar has happened. So you might have a deep fear of abandonment. Maybe, you know, one day you're um, in your childhood, your parent forgot to pick you up or maybe they came home late from work. So you're, you might be constantly afraid that people in your life will leave. And this can, like you said, involve your personal relationship, work, you know, other parts of your life. So it it's almost impossible to, you know, maintain healthy relationships if our inner child is wounded. So these triggers, you know, whenever you feel any type of negativity or you have difficulty setting boundaries, you might have a hard time, you know, saying no to people. Those are all um, triggers that give you signs that your, your inner child it might be wounded. That is so important. I know when I talk about the ingredient of love, which is good temper, <laughs> which mm, is yes. so important. And I think it's there's times when we have to step back without being reactive and take our time to process or maybe be silent without just, you know, going down that downward spiral <laughs> into the rabbit yes. hole. And <laughs> when we pull back and kind of do some reflection, it 
she can shed light on, well, what am I feeling? How, you know, this seems familiar to me. Let me connect the dots and look at the patterns. And of course, you'll share more with us about how, you know, some tools that can help us really come to terms with this. But Karen, let's face it, you know, today, dealing with COVID, a lot of parents are stressed. Um, more now than ever before, uh, ways of responding, as you indicated, belittling themselves. Perhaps there's a denial. Maybe there's some who are out there giving up, yelling, blaming, playing the victim role. Need so much relief. What will happen if you don't get in touch with this inner child, this part of us that needs this healing? Well, if we don't uh, heal our inner child, then just like you said, um, you know, you tend to react rather than respond. And then you might be a bit too controlling because you, you know, feel powerless, which means you might create children who don't feel trusted, you know, or they feel they aren't able to make their own decisions without judgment. So, you know, emotional abuse, you know, it sounds like a harsh word, but it is a learned behavior where we create fear or guilt in the child because we ourselves fear you know, we, we experience fear and guilt. We're not being a, a competent parent. And so without knowing it, we might induce shame, you know, fear, anger, and that can ruin um, not only our self-esteem, but, you know, ruin our child's self-confidence. You know, if you discipline too harshly, or maybe like you said, you were taught as a child, it's all learned behavior, right? And so yes. your role might be you're going you're going to control your children and you demand high expectations because that was what you were taught as a child. And you don't even realize that maybe you were taught that children are not to be trusted, you know, so you expect your children to lie. You might say something like, you know, what well, shouldn't you have known better? You know, why did you lie? You, you told me you were going to study more. You know, how can you embarrass me? And these, you know, types of um, constant questions, you know, that you put on your children, um, we just all need to be, we crave to be understood, heard, and not judged. And so that can definitely impact, you know, the way our children are raised. Yes, that's so important. And as I said earlier, we often model from our own parents, uh, you know, and whether it's considered to be healthy or unhealthy, we tend to pass it on, live it out in our daily lives. And we may feel like this is the right way, uh, the only way, because this was the way that I was raised. And, uh, you know, I have to do it this way. So what you're saying, it's nice to kind of be flexible and look at yourselves first and, you know, discover some new ways of responding that will bring joy to you and your children and have exactly. that healthy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I talk a lot on my shows about unworthiness and lack of self-love and how that can play itself out in the healing the inner child. A lot of uh, people may not have feel, felt loved by their parents. And uh, they live this out in their interaction with their children. What is the role of unworthiness and lack of self-love? How does that play out in healing the inner child? Oh, it plays a huge, huge role because if we don't feel worthy, then many times we will pass on, like you said, that belief system. And we might not even realize that we don't feel worthy. But when you, you know, find yourself feeling guilty or you feel like you're, you know, oh, I'm such a bad parent or an uncle or a grandparent, that needs to be, you know, it's a, it's a sign that we need to practice, like you said, more, more love and light within ourselves. So, you know, meditations and just, you know, just 
really be um, aware that you might be punishing yourself, you know, when you are self-critical. Yes, yes. And when you think about it, many have lived out this through the course of their lives. Is it that easy to change? You know, if I feel unloving, unlovable or unworthy throughout the course of my life, is it really that easy? It might not be easy, but it does um, take some, you know, effort and it is so possible to reprogram our brain and, you know, just keep telling ourselves, like you said, your whole show is love and light. So have a conversation with your five-year-old self. Not, not many of us try to engage, you know, ourselves as a child and, you know, tell yourself, I love you. I'm sorry you were, you know, hurt. Thank you for being you. And just, you know, visit your childhood memories and remind yourself, you know, that we all are worthy without even have to, you know, you don't have, you don't have to earn your self-worth. I think that that's a big, yes. big one that we deal with. Yes, that is so important. And Karen, you and I have talked a lot about this whole uh, issue of success. You know, a lot of parents define themselves within their children. If they weren't perceived as successful, they look to their children to play that out, <laughs> to feel worthy, you know, or to, uh, to promote that image of success in their uh, uh, network. So when we think about success, uh, societal definition of what is successful, how does that impact the relationship with ourselves and also how we really uh, treat our children. Oh, it has a huge impact because if um, your child's behavior defines your worth, then anytime your child misbehaves or earns poor grades or doesn't meet your expectations, then you will feel like a failure, which puts more pressure on you to make sure, right, to be in control and, and just demand that your child do what you want instead of allowing your child to just flourish and, you know, believe in their own love and light. That's, that's so important. You know, when I think about that, I think about how parents may punish their children for making, not making the A, or they made the B instead of the A. And, and, uh, or you're, you're, I want you to be on the, the best team, the soccer team, the baseball team, and I want you to be the star player and all that pressure. Yeah, uh, it, it's just so much pressure on the children and also for the parents as well who, you know, really want to play out this perfectionism with their children, you know. And of course, we all want our children to be successful, uh, uh, uh so to speak, but. You know, it's how we, you know, what is success? I think we have to really redefine what that is, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, you just hit it on the nail. Success cannot be judged by external um, situations, you know, like the, the awards, the accolades, the grades. I mean, success really is fulfillment. It's truly like genuine joy that does not have to be tied in with accomplishments. Yes, yes. I've, I've heard some children say, gosh, you know, my parents are pressuring me to play soccer and I don't even like soccer. You know, <laughs> exactly. you know I, I don't like it. This is what I really love. But, you know, this is what, you know, this is what I have to play out. So that's really true that we have to really rethink, you know, our parenting. And 
you say that it is possible to reparent ourselves. And I know we're going to be moving up on commercial break, but just shed a little light on reparenting. How can we reparent ourselves? Because this is so huge before we move into break. I, well, I'm going to be sharing more um, exercises and practical Absolutely. strategies, but the key is to go back to your inner child, and I will explain what that means. We must take care of our inner child and just, you know, remind ourselves, like you said, that we are loved, we are heard, and we forgive ourselves for, um, you know, everything that we've done in the past. Yes, yes, that is so true, and we're looking forward to your tools because you are an expert and a coach. You work with parents who are stressed, and uh, we are so looking forward to our next segment. But right now, it's time for a brief commercial break, so stay tuned. We will be right back with more on how healing your inner child can empower the way you parent with our amazing guest, Karen Gibson, joining us today from Hawaii, certified life coach, founder of Brain Builders, and letting go with Aloha. She's the author of Mama's Gotta Let Go, Letting Go Without Losing Your Sanity. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light Show page. Best selling authors international, news honors best selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. 
Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie, and coming back from commercial break, we are with our amazing guest, Karen Gibson, joining us today from Hawaii. She is a certified life coach, founder of Brain Builders Tutorial, and Letting Go with Aloha. She's also the author of Mama's Gotta Let Go, How to Let Go Without Losing Your Sanity. On our show today, How Healing your inner child can empower the way you parent. And Karen, uh, when we before we went into commercial break, you were talking about reparenting, how to reparent ourselves. Uh, uh, and, and so we're saying it's possible to reparent your inner child to heal the past trauma and dysfunctional and unhealthy adult behavior. So tell us more about that and maybe, you know, these triggers and conflicts uh, with our children, you know, shed light on how we can begin the healing process. Yes, there's very, very simple steps. It does take, you know, embracing your vulnerability and, you know, none of us like to seek discomfort, but when we do, you know, if we avoid pain, we will prevent healing. So I encourage everyone to first either write a inner, you know, write your inner child a letter, or maybe if you're not a writer, you can um, just speak it out loud. You know, you can just hear yourself, which really makes a big difference than thinking it in your mind. What did you miss as a child? You know, Mm. why, when did you feel hurt and Mm. what do you wish you could redo? So, you know, visiting, revisiting your childhood memories, you know, what brought you the most joy and start engaging in those um, favorite activities because as adults, you know, like you said, we're just so so focused on the stress and the shoulds and regrets and guilt that we don't make the time to have a conversation, you know, with our five-year-old self. I like what you said. Uh, You know, of course, looking at what you you handed us some questions there about uh, what did you miss or, you know, would you go over those? You had a couple of questions that you uh, shared. What did you miss? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what did you miss as a child? Okay. Okay. Why, um, you know, what made you feel hurt? Okay. Sometimes it might be an incident when you were even five or 12. Mm-hmm. What made you feel hurt? And what do you wish you could redo? Because these answers will give you insight on what part of your inner child 
was hurt. So your listeners, I will be um, sharing this inner child quiz that everyone can take who's interested in finding out what part of your inner child is hurt because it depends, you know, if you you felt you lacked acceptance or you, you lacked love or maybe um, just feeling good enough, feeling important. So I'll share my email later, but we can go over some um, practical strategies and just like questions or steps. Would you like to go over that? Like how do you even connect to your inner child? Sure. And I love what you mentioned also, not only thinking about the painful memories, but also what brought you joy. You know, there's some things that I'm sure you experience joy about to create that balance for yourself. So it's not all about just the pain. Oh, yes. When we, um, you know, when we engage in our favorite activities, a lot of times it gives you an opportunity to pass it on to your children and then they will learn, you know, fun activities. Remember like jacks or like these non-electronic games that we used to play? You know, hide and seek, hopscotch. (laughs) Yeah. So a lot of times these activities do involve just sitting on your living room floor or going outdoors, but we don't do that when we're so caught up in work and bills and challenges you know so identify you know one of the first steps is just to identify what you wish you had more of did you want more love or acceptance or just maybe feeling important you know a lot of children were told um, you're you're to be seen not heard so you're, you don't feel that you should express your opinion so that that leads to an adult not feeling comfortable or confident you know not to have the courage to share if things are going wrong or they have to maybe you know stand up for themselves yeah they'll be you know more hesitant and then just sit with it this is probably the hardest thing because we don't like to you know be uncomfortable but just sit with any emotions that come up which will you know make you aware you know are you sad are you upset or you may be feeling guilty or or jealous or you know whatever that is um, that will shed light on you know what part of you needs to be healed and then Uh, Karen I want to bring up a point that you made because Mm -hmm. I think uh, as we look at the childhood issues and you brought up some points there Look at that jealousy issue. You know, if if one child was favored over the other or you saw parents giving more accolades to their children as opposed to you, look how that can create jealousy. Oh, yes. And jealousy really is comparison. So you might practice this in the work environment. If someone gets the promotion or gets the compliment and you don't, then that automatically makes you feel less than which will affect your self-esteem, which might even affect your productivity. You know, it really does affect your your whole world. Mm-hmm. Well, carry on with your tools. I just had to okay. highlight that point. <laughs> yes, definitely. That's a good point. Well, then the, the next part is just accept feelings without judgment. I think all of us believe whatever thought enters our, our minds, but we really have to, you know, detach from those feelings, just accept them. But without judging ourselves, because many of us will go back, oh, I shouldn't have, you know, failed that test in ninth grade or oh, I shouldn't have allowed that that person to break my heart. Or maybe I shouldn't have broken someone's heart. You know, I shouldn't have left my job or why did I get fired? So all of these feelings, when you accept them without judgment, that begins your healing journey. Can I make a point about that uh, as we yeah. talk about feelings? Yes. And in my work with uh, my clients, I have discovered, some of my clients tell me, you know, I don't know how to feel. 
I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to name my feelings. I'm dumbed down, numbed out with feelings. And, you know, giving them like feeling words, you know, and talking about feeling words. What does this feel like? Because many are just shut down. Have you experienced that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely, because I think we numb ourselves and just to avoid the pain. Because mm-hmm. none of us, you know, feels comfortable. Who wants to cry or who wants to, you know, sob uncontrollably and feel like loss of control? You know, the fear is you're, you're going to have a mental breakdown or you won't be able to pull yourself back up. But the feeling wheel, you know, a lot of people, if you just Google feeling wheel and then it gives you a list of feelings and what those feelings come from. And you might realize when your mom didn't buy you that toy that you really wanted, well, that felt, you know, like rejection. That felt that you couldn't have anything in life. I mean, it's such a small, you know, part of your childhood, but the meaning behind that affect your belief system in life. That's so important. And I think that's why it's so important to be in the present present with our children because it's those simple things, those moments that make a difference, right? When you're just automatically reacting and you don't you didn't really realize what was the impact of that. The simple things in the present moment. Carry on. Oh yes. The present moment will save you, you know, from mental anguish because like you said, we tend to react rather than respond. So, um, you know, I do suggest to have uh, emotional support, you know, in case your feelings get too overwhelming. It could be a trusted friend, a therapist. Um, It could be, you know, like your pastor, just someone that you can lean on. Because sometimes, like you said, if you're not used to feeling those emotions and you don't even know how to be in the present because you're stuck in the past with regret or you're just... um, suffering from worrying about the future, right? It's a default behavior that that does take time, but inner child healing can actually reprogram, you know, reprogram the way that you think. And then um, acknowledging um, self-sabotaging patterns that linger from childhood. Like you said, the fears, anxieties, rejections that we might not even know we're holding on to. You know, that can be traumatizing sometimes. Yes, yes. Bringing these things into our awareness so that we can really, what, face ourselves, face the inner child, which can be quite painful, you know. And and I love what you said about the support, having a support system available, someone you can trust, whether it's your minister or a a family member, a friend, uh, where you can really be yourself in terms of sharing how you really feel. Oh, yes, because sharing um, without judgment will make you feel more courageous. And then, like you said, awareness leads to acknowledgement. And then acknowledgement, you know, leads to like just acceptance. And once you accept without, you know, any like judgment, you actually realize there is nothing wrong with you. You know, there's nothing to fix. A lot of us feel broken. But if we focus on gratitude, we focus on you know, everyone has gifts or just traits, right? So the, the last thing is give yourself today the things you wish others had given you. So you don't have to rely on the outside others to give you praise or support or love, which is why I remember those, those statements, I love you. You know, I'm sorry you're hurt. Thank you for being you and use your name, you know, like Jean, I love you. Jean, I'm sorry that you were hurt. Jean, thank you for being you. And because if you rely on outside, you know, 
people or situations to give you love and support, you might, you know, this is why a lot of us end up with an empty tank. You know, your emotional tank is empty (laughs) because Mm -hmm. we might not have supportive people or we're just so stuck in criticism. You know, I love what you said. Keep keep your cup filled with your own love because uh, there are many who look for the love outside of themselves. Of course, we all want to be loved or whatever, but... You know, what I realize when I keep myself filled with my own love or when I do things for myself, instead of waiting for someone else to do it for me, you know, I feel more in control. I make myself happy. So those are such important points. And simple ways. I mean, sometimes it could just be a bubble bath. Uh, You know, maybe some people just want to play golf or just engage in hobbies that really bring you joy and then you feel love because you're doing something that you you know you love so the, the last thing is if you were the invisible child and many of us might have um you know gotten attention but not what we wanted we don't want just oh good grades or you know but pay attention to your own needs and desires as an adult i mean ask yourself what do you need you might just need free time just to you know enjoy doing nothing. You know, a lot of us feel guilty, right, if we're doing nothing, but we mm-hmm. need that stillness, you know. Yes, yes, that's so important. Do you work with uh, males uh, as well or, uh, you know, I know all types of parenting arrangements. Do you find any yes, difference? Yes, both any males difference? and females. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, you know what, actually, um, a lot of dads feel that they need to be strong, they need to remind their sons not to cry, not to be weak. And now lately, you know, studies have shown that embracing that weakness, allowing men to know that it's okay to cry will actually give them strength to get through, you know, challenges. Women, they tend to, you know, moms, aunts, grandmas, it's like, we need to take care of everyone and everything, which means they don't take care of themselves. So it's interesting how, yeah, like the genders and even, you know, parent versus grandparent, it does um, make a difference in, you know, how you you parent and how you reparent yourself as well. Mm. What about asking for what you need from, from others, from your spouse? You know, because many yes. times what you're saying is that many feel re- responsible. Maybe females feel more responsible for everything, the household, the children. And, uh, uh, can we ask for what we need? We do. It does take courage. But once <laughs> you start asking, you will, you know, find out that people are willing to help. And once you get help, you won't feel like you're all alone because, you know, sometimes I myself feel like I have to do the laundry, I have to do the dishes, I have to do, you know, everything. And then I, I've been asking for help and magically, you know, your loved ones do want to help because they, they don't want to. And if, and if they don't practice self-care. I mean, Mm. make sure that, you know, when your cup is filled, doing those chores won't seem so torturous because you'll, your cup is filled. Once your cup is filled, you're, you have more, um, you know, tolerance and Mm -hmm. just the ability to just go through it. Remember how we were talking about it? Don't, don't go around. You can't get around it. You can't just avoid it, but getting through it will help you just flourish. Yes, that is so important. And, you know, I think it's, time to take inventory because so many times our behavior is habitual and automatic and we don't realize how we're overworking ourselves and, you know, overstepping our boundaries. And uh, I think 
time to take inventory, to sort ourselves out, to really look at what am I doing during the course of a day? You know, uh, uh, how do I spend my time? Am I spending it worthwhile? Uh, that can help us really kind of recenter ourselves and look at, am I doing what really matters? Am I doing what really is important for myself as well as others? Oh, yes, that's huge because, um, you know, if you actually take the time to reflect, you won't be just on this, um, you know, this hamster wheel where you're going, 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 and then you, you burn out. But if you take the time to reflect and ask yourself, what do I need? You know, what have I done? You know, yes. what, what do I want? Yes, and, yes. and journaling can actually help with that because then you actually see your words and you put all that, that stuff in your head down on paper so it can, can give you some insight. Yes. And before we go on a commercial break, I just want to ask a question in reference to uh, parents with special needs and children with special needs. Are there any particular uh, suggestions to help them? Because, you know, they are dealing with a lot of challenges. So uh, I I don't think we will have time uh, before our commercial break, but that's something that I think I'd like for you to think about because that's even more challenging, a parent with special needs or having a child with special needs. How can I really, you know, look at what will work for me? So let's just think about that uh, before we take our commercial break, because I know we have parents out there with uh, children with challenges and as well as parents. So uh, uh, I think now it's time for a commercial break. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with more on how healing your inner child can empower the way you parent with our amazing guest, Karen Gibson, joining us today from Hawaii. Karen is a certified life coach, founder of Brain Builders Tutorial Business, and Letting Go with Aloha. She's also the author of Mama's Gotta Let Go, Letting Go Without Losing Your Sanity. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace one another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs, such as the transcripts of Mary Magdalene, for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty, and the body-balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. 
Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. Com, or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie. And if you are joining us, we're with our guest, Karen Gibson. She's here today from Hawaii, author, certified life coach, certified neuro-linguistic programmer, founder of Brain Builders, and letting go with Aloha on our show today, How Healing Your Inner Child Can Empower the way you parent. And Karen, thank you so much for all those tips that you shared earlier. But we left off before commercial break. What about parents with mental health needs and physical issues and uh, and, and parents dealing with children with special needs? You know, probably more stressed than, you know, other parents. What are some brief highlights or tips that you can give to those parents? I think people, um, parents who have special needs, um, children are under an extreme amount of stress because they, you know, it's tough enough to have, uh, you know, non-special needs kids in your life. So if you do have special needs children, arrange play dates if they're little, even if they're older, you know, find adult friends who 
would, you know, wouldn't mind spending time with you, hire a babysitter, and it could be a sibling or a nephew or a niece, you know, who can just give you respite. But also um, look into the support from schools or mental health organizations, because there's a lot of free assistance. You know, if you look in, into your own um, state or country, there, there are places who offer respite for parents because in this day and age i mean like you said mental health must be a priority and we don't want our um special needs parents to you know feel even more burnt out yes yes thank you so much for those tips and karen any highlights as we uh in 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 this segment in terms of uh, maybe uh examples of how you've worked with your uh clients and coaching and the results Yes, um, it's interesting. Some parents experience enlightenment because they are surprised at the insight behind their worries. I mean, some fears are placed upon children as demands, you know, to earn high grades, to earn a scholarship. And then parents realize the deeper meaning is that they want to feel proud and look like a successful parent because they live through their children. So, you know, when they realize, oh, it's it's not... um, you know, it's not really healthy to, like you said, to put so much stress on our children and redefining success. They are learning what really gives them happiness and fulfillment. And that can change your mindset. You no longer focus on the grades and you might even look at the failures as a gift to, you know, build resilience that your grades do not define you or getting that scholarship or, you know, award does not dictate whether you'll be a successful adult. So it really, um, you know, some parents stop putting so much pressure on their children and that heals not only the parent, but the child because children will soar when stress is removed. And then also the pressure to please their parents. You know, they remember how you said that I don't want to play soccer. That's not my thing. Well, parents will actually allow their children to make their own choices. And that's what all children want, right? To really pursue what they want, not what their parents want for them. Mm, Very important. Very important. And talk to us more about your support services. And, you know, you mentioned a quiz that uh, uh, our listeners can access to learn more about themselves. Yes. um, Let me give you my email address because that inner child quiz will offer a lot of insight. Anyone who emails me at Karen at lettinggowithaloha.com and just request it will, um, you know, there's just so many deeper layers involved in, you know, discovering who your inner child is and and what's needed. But I work with parents. I have a few right now that are dealing with um, past childhood trauma, and they're realizing that um, this is why they lose their temper, or this is why they feel, like you said, their their cup is not even empty. They feel like their their cup has exploded into a million pieces, you know, because they are allowing their past limiting beliefs, you know, that they learned from a child uh, from childhood to impact the way they parent. So, if you weren't her, you know, weren't uh, respected, or you maybe um, this one mother shared that she was um, punished very. Um, just painful punishments. And so she felt that she, she should not speak out. You know, she shouldn't share her thoughts because she might be punished for them. So that kind of thing can, can help heal you. And then you'll be able to um, have the, I guess the, the inner strength and the courage to, to live a, a life with confidence. When we talked before, you shared about a client that you, who you work with, who, 
uh, in the work environment as a manager, he wasn't able to reprimand uh, his employees because of his childhood issues. <laughs> yes. And, and, you know, it sounds like, wait, how did that relate? But it very, it correlates because if you were told that, you know, you are not to share your feelings and you are not to tell, you know, tell us parents anything that's, um, you know, it might be derogatory, then as a, as a manager, how can you tell your employees who need maybe some, you know, coaching or need to be disciplined or need to have, um, you know, some sort of, um, it'll be a criticism, right? In a, in a healthy way. So you either become that scared employer, not certain how to communicate that effectively. So you might just let that behavior go. And this is where a lot of, you know, people in work environment are, don't know how to communicate um, with courage. Yes, and effectively. Yes, yes. Indeed, indeed. And you have a free giveaway. I do. I'm offering a complimentary Letting Go with Aloha Meditations ebook. It includes 25 meditation scripts. So you can email me at Karen at lettinggowithaloha.com and request it. But Gene, I'm also offering your listeners a free 30-minute inner child healing session. So it's an introductory session, and you can just email me, request an inner child healing session, and we can go from there. It'll be a very um, very powerful 30-minute session where you can learn how to start your journey and begin healing. Wow. Thank you so much, Karen. Nicely done. Thank you for all the work that you do and your commitment to empower parents and their children. And I hope our listeners who will tune in live, I mean, uh, who, who are not listening live, will tune in on demand and share the show with others. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much, Jean, for this opportunity. Okay. It was a lot of fun connecting with you. Wonderful. So take advantage of the resources offered by Karen at Letting Go with Aloha and her empowering free gift. Join me next week for our show, Sharing Your Story is Part of Healing with Deslyn Hakibo. She's joining us also from Hawaii. Visit the blog page of my website for your weekly love light exercise, love light practice exercise at www.jeanfairsjourney.com. You know, have the courage to face yourself. Be curious about how you're responding and why. Don't get lost in your inner child. Recovery and healing your childhood wounds is possible. Positive parents and parenting includes, you know, having boundaries, uh, being empathic, establishing playtime, being available uh, for yourself and others. Value the time that you have with your children and make it work for both of you. Access my article published in Savannah East, Why You Must Be True to Yourself, where I highlight know your worth, trust your intuition, nurture your inner child, and develop a support system. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. I'm Dr. Jean Marie coming to you live from Voice America. Until we meet again, remember an empowered self is a loving self and keep your love light shining. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.